Welcome to the Financing Simplified Podcast with Anthony Venuto. If you're looking for answers to your financial questions, let Anthony and his network of friends and associates answer regular questions that regular people have about their money. Thanks for tuning in. It's time to start simplifying your finances. Welcome back to the Financing Simplified Podcast, where today I am joined by a very special guest out in one of our provinces here in Canada, in Calgary. I uh, wanted to bring him on, have a conversation with, you know, our viewers and Adam as well. I'll let him introduce himself in just a moment. But obviously talking about Calgary, big conversation point, a lot of clients that we've been working with now have, uh, you know, maybe made the shift over the little bit of an interprovincial migration as home prices in Ontario continue to stay at very elevated prices. But I'm going to kick the mic over to Adam here, let him introduce himself. Adam, once again, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Really appreciate it, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what you do. Take it away. Anthony, thank you so much for allowing me on the podcast, man. Uh, my name is Adam Fife. I'm a YouTuber and a realtor here in Calgary, Alberta. Been in the industry since 2017. So some of the, the most depressed years that Calgary's ever seen and kind of grinding through those slow markets. And over the last few years, it's absolutely popped off. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a hell of a journey and I know that you and I have been connected over the last couple of years here, kind of having some various conversations about finances and what's going on in the investment market. And man, how many investors have come from Ontario to capitalize on the Calgary, or the Calgary real estate market? I've seen some really good numbers. Now the investors have slowed down a little bit for all of those great incomes and potentials that they've seen, but Calgary is still rocking and rolling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know Calgary has been on the radar. It's uh, one of those things here in Ontario. I know there's been a lot of promotion from uh, from Alberta to, you know, talk about Calgary, talk about Alberta, Edmonton, right across the board, obviously, right? But uh, like you mentioned, your YouTube uh, channel, uh, it's growing. That's how we got to connect. Obviously, as a YouTuber, you know, you have definitely provided some really good insights. And I love what you're doing with the channel. Uh, it's always interesting, you know, I guess we geek out on this stuff because we're in real estate and mortgages and we like to know what's trending, what's happening and providing that data to the broader audience, I guess. And, uh, I, I wanted to really get your thoughts. And the reason we want to bring you on the podcast is because you're the expert, right? You're the guy out there. Uh, I know, you know, the data points first and foremost, I think, you know, why do you think in your opinion your capacity why why calgary why is calgary one of those markets that's up and coming it's really getting a lot of uh attention i mean calgary i i truthfully believed in calgary even during the depressed years i mean there's a lot of activities and stuff to do i think that people really rely on that lifestyle right you've got the the flatland prairies where you can have a lot of fishing and uh, hunting and all that jazz but then we also got the mountains right at our doorsteps uh, we've got a lot of beautiful rivers and lakes just like ontario but there's just this trifecta of a lot of different activities that you could do so i mean if you're an indoor person an outdoor person Ontario also offers a lot of these great things, but Alberta with the mountains, I believe that a lot of people really feel driven to come out here and just explore kind of the unknown, if you would. So I, I would say that Calgary is a very, very good spot for people to explore if they're adventurous, as well as when you start to break down some of the like tax implications and some of the cost of investment, uh, like no, no land transfer tax for investors and just stuff like that. There's a lot of other bonuses that go with the lifestyle that also relate into like a business avenue you know what you hit it over the head i know, I know you're trying to plug in ontario ontario has its own beauty as well but i've been out to we've been out there to calgary we met up in person 
Um, obviously, we, we have some properties out there. Uh, one of them you're handling for us as well. So it is truly beautiful. If you think about it from center, and as I said, I might be getting this wrong, but from center Calgary to Banff, I think it was an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes, not even. Uh, give or take, and I mean, from here, you're looking at maybe getting to like Blue Mountain or Wasega Beach, uh, maybe a little bit further beautiful as i said once you're out there it's actually surreal so if you uh if you're out there and you're wondering you know you want to travel canada i am telling you you need to go to calgary it is truly fantastic now you brought up some really good points the tax implications are out of this world like i mean for ontario people that live in ontario we understand hst but it's it's completely different out in calgary was it eight percent it's just the uh the eight percent five oh five percent there you go so i even got that wrong five percent guys and you mentioned the closing costs i think that was one of the biggest drivers on why we chose to sort of work uh, and invest in calgary not to mention the price points right so what you can actually get uh in calgary for the price you cannot go wrong right? right and the fact that there's no land transfer tax for those of you in ontario know that's uh it's it's quite expensive here it's a huge savings man i mean it's it's actually mind-blowing i didn't really realize how much of a savings that was until about 2021 where people came over and started asking questions right after the pandemic started looking at some pre-construction knowing that calgary was on its up and up right at the beginning of this whole upturn and they were sharing with me all of the previous things that they dealt with in Ontario and British Columbia of how they had to close and pay an additional tax. That plus how much Alberta favors the landlord over the tenant. Now, I don't want to get into specifics, but I can tell you right now, if you actually look at the tenancy acts and you look at the stories and lawsuits between the two provinces, it's vastly different. So I think a lot of people for the lower price point, the tax savings, as well as having more leverage of their assets, our Calgary and Alberta has just absolutely popped off when people started realizing that. I'm telling you, as a as a, an investor, landlord, the tenancy agreements, the way that things work out in Alberta are much more favorable to landlords now not to say that landlords you know should be taking advantage of these situations because i want to be very clear right uh but i mean it is more favorable in the sense that if someone doesn't pay or there's this, you know legal proceedings how fast these things can be rectified is very very important and i think that's a major conversation or sore spot for a lot of investors here in ontario because as rents get astronomically higher um you know we have these rolling issues with tenants not wanting to pay we have rent control uh you know landlords obviously higher interest rates right now uh, a lot of investors took on variable rate mortgages we know this you know they're looking to make up their 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 shortfalls and you know i know that there's no real cap out there and that's one thing i noticed i'm going to say this straight out was when we arrived in calgary as soon as they sort of i guess maybe heard our accent or lack of an accent whatever the case whatever you want to call it uh, as soon as we said we we're from Ontario, it was almost like they were like a little bit um, pushed back. I think because they 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 feel like we're intruding on on their space. I could. I is, could that, is that a consensus? Yes, I I've 
I've been dealing with a lot of locals over the last little while, especially like I feel bad for a lot of people, truthfully, who, you know, they've been in the rental market for ages. They never really cared to get out of the rental market. And then all of a sudden, within two years, it's like I can't even find a rental in the community that I grew up in. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of shade being thrown at people from Ontario. But I also say uh, not a lot of people know this, actually, but I was born and raised in Brantford, Ontario. So I actually came to Alberta in 2015 from Brantford. So when you actually start to dive into it, there is a lot of people that came from Ontario kind of early, late 2000s for the oil and gas boom. So it's it's unfortunate to say for sure. But um, Ontario, like there's a lot, a lot of people coming from Ontario. <laughs> So I, I know firsthand, as I said, I was there for a short period of time, Adam, and a lot of people that I talked to, whether it be hopping into a cab or talking to wait staff, a lot of people that I spoke to, they weren't actually native uh, from Alberta. They've actually interprovincially might or they've migrated to Alberta. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that I'm very inquisitive. I asked, you know, what, what was the reason? Why did what made you make the move out here? Right. Because. God knows those winters are pretty cold, right? You guys just came through a, a pretty cold spout over there, uh, for according to what we hear over here. I don't know if that's uh, truth or myth. That's good. That's good. I mean, it happens every year. We always get some sort of cold snap. It always drops down to negative 35 minimum, but it usually doesn't last very long. If you get up to places like Edmonton or even like Saskatoon, it will last like a proper, you know, two weeks where it's like for two weeks, everything's frozen, yada, yada, yada. The nice thing about Calgary is the way that we're positioned and when you actually look at like the Vancouver coastline, it's actually quite interesting because we get what's called a Chinook. So we get that warm air kind of rising up. It goes into the atmosphere over the mountains and it drops down. So Calgary will go from like negative 40 to like negative 15 within a day and then it'll get right up to like two degrees. So, I mean, we get some wild Chinooks, which is super cool. So we do have a lot of cold snaps, but we also get a lot of warmth that makes up for that. And I think that's what people really bank on when they come here. Well, speaking of warmth, let's uh, let's see how we can warm people's pockets, right? Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of clients are questioning, you know, we're having these conversations day to day. As I said, investors are thinking about the next leg especially from our, our position here in Ontario about, you know, do I buy a house in Ontario that's going to cost me potentially double the price that I can get a property for or two properties in, in Calgary? And obviously, you know, I want you to dive into some of those numbers. You know, what do you see happening right now? I'm going to give you full reins on this. I know you know all the dats, all the quants. Uh, let us know what you think, you know, what are average prices looking like, homes on the market, rent, you know, go through some of those points for our viewers. Let, this, let, let them know what's going on. So just for the viewers out there, I do talk about these things every single month. I have to plug in at some point. Every month I do talk about the numbers. I'll dive into the total residential, the detached, the semi-detached, the condos and the townhouses because every investor, every homeowner or buyer wants to know what specifically is going on in their market. So when I talk about these things today on our channel or on your channel, sorry, I'm going to just bring up kind of the benchmark averages for the entire city. Now, the interesting thing about Calgary is we've got eight different quadrants in the city. So we've got our Western quadrant, which is the most sought after, which is the most expensive, but then you've got the Eastern quadrant of Calgary and they've got a difference of like $400,000, right? And I think you could have the similarities in the GTA. So when we're talking about kind of the average price points in Calgary currently, we have what's called our total residential. Now our total residential is just an amalgamation of all four properties types 
put into one and that's $570,000 currently up about $63,000 from this time last year. Now when you start to talk about the detach, we've got 697, you got your semis at 627, your townhouse at 425 and our apartments are still quite low, they're 321. So basic numbers for your viewers right there. So that is actually really good in comparison to the average home in some of the GTA markets. I don't think you're, I don't think you can get into a condo for less than a, a good, a decent condo for like less than 550, 500. Like, I mean, and that's, that's, that's really low if you can find it at that price. So that, that obviously shows at least to me why, or validates to me the reason why we sort of went out to Calgary. So I'll share with our viewers a little bit of the situation that we sort of, you know, experienced uh, back in 2021. We bought from a builder called Minto. Uh, I'm assuming that you're seeing a lot more builders from Ontario across Canada sort of venture into to Alberta. So we were into buying from them. We ended up getting some really good prices on uh, some of those, uh, I guess you call them the townhouses, stack town, they have maintenance fees, a little different, really happy with the quality, really happy. You walk through them, you've seen them. You know, and for the price point that you're getting at, I think, and as I said, we'll share with our viewers what we ended up doing. I think we got one for, they were just in the low fours, like very low fours. One was a three plus, three bedroom, three bath, two car garage, uh, 420 something. And I th 430, I think it was. And then one was the two and two, two bedroom, 1.5 was like 412. And I mean, I know some of the people that we've talked to, we have, we bought with a whole bunch of buddies uh, at, at different stages. Some of them paid less than 400,000 for some of those units. And why is it, why am I saying this? And what's the reason behind it? Because the rent itself, we have one unit rented right now for around uh, $2,500 a month. Now, what are the rents looking like in some of these particular units? If, if, if people wanted to know, like it, fill us in, let us know, as I said, the range, you don't have to be exact. It doesn't have to be precise. Yeah, that's fair enough. So kind of like the the benchmark prices for Calgary, we do have a spread for rents. Now rents are very interesting because it's it's very hard to try to dictate what rents are because the, a lot of the data points are only from asking rents. So the great thing about real estate is you look at a lot of the sold data, what people are actually willing to pay for a property. So they could ask a million, but they might sell it for eight, right? So obviously that home was worth eight. Where rents are a little differently because they're only really going off asking prices and they don't know what the final number is. So a couple of the data points that I really enjoy following are rentfaster.ca, rentals.ca, and live.rent, liv.rent. Live.rent honestly is one of my favorites. I think that they have really good graphs. So when you start to talk about the rents and you go onto their website, you'll notice that in the city center, on average, a two bedroom is selling for about 22, or sorry, renting for 2262. Where if you're going into Northwest, it drops down to about 1850, Northeast 199, Southwest 21, and then Southeast about 21 as well. So everything's going to differ and that I only talked about two bedroom condos that's not including townhouses so everything very much differs and when I was doing the research on kind of the Minto area we're looking at an average around 23 to 24 for a townhouse right and I want to touch on this because I think it's so vital that a lot of people that I've found and I deal with have bought the properties in 2021 lower prices but look at the interest rate difference 
there are a large amount of people that yes, they have increased in value, but in, instead of putting it on the rental market, they almost have to sell it because their rents or sorry, their interest rate is upwards of 6%. So now their mortgage is very close to outweighing what they're going to get with rents when you start including taxes and potential condo fees. So yes, Calgary rents have increased and they've increased dramatically compared to the last two years. And yes, home prices have increased, but the interest rates are like just destroying a lot of investors. Maybe not destroying is probably a really bad term to say, but they're definitely cutting into the margins at a significant rate. Well, you bring up a really good point about the rents and those, you know, how close to, if not shortfalling, a lot of landlords potentially are. And I can tell you from what we see, like, obviously, it's timing, right? If you bought some of those units well before 2021, your mortgage is going to be small. Yeah, you're just going to eat into your margins, of course. But for a lot of investors in most markets, especially during the height of the me too, I call it the, you know, I'm going to get a rental property because so-and-so is a rental property and they see, you know, all the benefits or perks at the time when interest rates were lower. My point is with the most landlords and investors here, some of them are really short falling, right? And, and imagine short falling on a larger mortgage. I mean, you're buying a property for, let's say 400, you're putting 20 points down, you know, you're carrying a smaller mortgage, but imagine buying a property at 800, 900, or 700 and having to carry that mortgage. The shortfall gaps are, are a lot larger. And what do you see happening in Calgary and in Alberta itself when it comes to investors? Like, or is it a trend that a lot of the investors are shortfalling or are they just like that doesn't, that's not something that is kosher down there, right? Because I hear in Ontario, as I said, it is. It, most, most people that own condos, they were, they're shortfalling, they were comfortable. Now all of a sudden they're shortfalling more. Well, that's a, that's a very interesting topic because over the last, uh, I started recording a monthly investment video specifically for investors, specifically talking about rents versus the uh, like purchasing of an investment. Now, it's very blanketed. So, you know, if you end up watching that, take it with a massive grain of salt because every individual's mortgage is going to be very different. So I try very hard to express that on that video. But um, a lot of what I've seen right now is the a lot of the investors are willing to take that shortfall of two to $300 a month or $400 a month because especially in the townhouse market, if if what I believe is true, and in 2024, the townhouse market's gonna grow by another eight to 12%, maybe you have a shortfall of, you know, let's say $3,000 over 2024, but the home price is increased by $8,000, right? That could be worth your investment if you're willing to take on that risk. So when I deal with the average investor right now, I get a lot of people reaching out to me. I, I showcase that to them and say, what is your strategy? Are you looking for appreciation or are you looking for a turnkey property where you know that it's going to take care of itself for the long haul? And it's very hard to find those turnkey properties right now until those mortgage rates drop because a lot of people are coming to me with that 20% down and just 20% by itself, honestly, is almost not enough. You got to get into that 30, 35%, which is a bigger upfront capital, but at the same time, your interest rates are going to be a lot lower as well as your principal. Right. And that's the thing right now as investors, that's that big dilemma. Do we put more capital, hard-earned cash to work in that property or do we, you know, wait for interest rates to drop and then sort of, you know, figure out what our 
our bottom lines become at that point, right? So just for our viewers, I said, like, looking at the rents, I think they're, they're I mean, look, Toronto, obviously, uh, GTA, much higher, but the price points are higher, right? So your margins are different. And I just really got attracted to the fact that Calgary has uh, a growing market. So why, I get asked this question all the time, and it's a very difficult question to answer, but what development, what sort of, Things are happening on the ground floor, infrastructure. Uh, I know you mentioned something about something's changing in some of our areas. And, you know, a lot of people might have seen online, you know, I think Amazon just dumped a couple billion or almost uh, was a few billion dollars in. in uh, I don't know exactly what they dumped in. And maybe you can clarify that for us. Let us know what sort of uh, infrastructure development job creation is happening in Calgary that would drive people down there. A couple of things that Calgary, I feel, has done very well is our film and theater production. If you watch The Last of Us, that was obviously the most popular. But having you know big time celebrities come into Calgary and talk about Calgary and kind of bring Calgary to that uh, world stage at some of these high end uh, video premieres, we've done really well in the tech sector. So one of the things that I've uh, recently learned in the last six months is that Calgary actually has attracted a lot of. Um, Indian Indian cultured tech companies. So they've actually done a really good job in advertising in India and actually bringing in a lot of the engineers uh, in the IT sector, which has really attracted a lot of people. So it's actually pretty mind blowing how many um, Indians are reaching out to me and liking my channel because they're very analytical. And I ask, you know, like, what do you do? And a majority of them do IT. And Calgary is a very uh, hot spot right now. I think Ottawa is also a really hot spot in Canada, if I remember correctly. But Calgary, I think on some of the lists that I saw are third in the country, which is still relatively high. No, absolutely. I mean, look, you're bringing up some really valid points. I can agree with you on that regard when you look at where a lot of the uh, migration is coming I think a lot more people are going to see the value, especially when home prices continue to, you know, expand. I mean, here they've contracted a little bit, but obviously they still remain elevated. So, I mean, Adam, look, this is, you know, I really want to thank you again. As I said, I want to be very cautious of your time. I know we're, we're extremely busy and you're busy. So I want to thank you again for, you know, allowing us this opportunity to have you on the podcast. But before we get off, once again, just want to remind everybody, first and foremost, great YouTube channel. You have to check it out. And we'll definitely be putting a link to that YouTube channel. So if you want to get more information on the Calgary market. But Adam, tell us before we sign off where they can find you. Well, all over YouTube at the end of the day, you can just give a quick little Google search of Adam Fife. Uh, that's kind of my bread and butter at the most part. I do the Instagram and I do the TikTok, but at the end of the day, YouTube is going to be the most value if people are willing to give me a couple of minutes of their day. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Adam, for joining us on the podcast. Oh, and uh, there we go. There's uh, Thanks again for joining us on the podcast. Uh, once again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. You can find us at In Touch More Solutions, Instagram, and all social media platforms. Until next week, thanks for watching. Welcome to the Financing Simplified Podcast with Anthony Venuto. If you're looking for answers to your financial questions, let Anthony and his network of friends and associates answer regular questions that regular people have about their money. Thanks for tuning in. It's time to start simplifying your finances.